Thank you for joining us this Wednesday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug. And today's message is entitled, The Fall, Judgment of a Sinful World. It comes from Genesis chapter 3, verses 14 through 24. And I'll begin reading with verse 14. So the Lord said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock, and all the wild animals. You will crawl on your belly. You will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put an end to me between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and will, you will strike his heel. To the woman, he said, I will greatly increase your pains in childbearing. With pain you will give birth to children. You desire, your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. To Adam he said, because you listened to the woman and ate from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Though painful toil, you will eat of it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Since from where you were taken from, the dust, you are dust to dust, you will return. Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all living. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and Eve and clothed them. And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and also take from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from there which he had been taken. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden a cherubim and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you that you remind us that there was a judgment of a sinful world. It was something that had to take place because of Adam and Eve's disobedience. And Lord, sometimes in our lives today, we do things, we say things, and there is a consequence. You know, sometimes we don't realize that, but we live in a world that is so, so unsettled so much about self instead of others. Lord, all we have to do is look around and we can see what's happening. We see what people serve, money, possessions, their homes, their cars, status, everything but you. They always want more. But Lord, we thank God that the church is still alive and well. We thank God that you sit on the throne, that you are still in control, even 
in the sinful world we live today, judgment still befalls. So we're reminded of that today. Lord, we ask that you give me words and wisdom as I bring forth today's podcast. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, this is quite a scripture. You know, as we continue to carry on with our walk through Genesis from creation to Christ, we will see a pattern. We already see a pattern. We see creation in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. And then we see he created the, the seas and the sky and the stars and the moon. He created plants. He created animals. And then he created Adam. And he also created Eve, a helpmate. But we see this serpent. He deceived Eve, as we talked about yesterday. But she willingly had a choice just like Adam. And as we look in verse 14, it says, So the Lord said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above the livestock and all the wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And you know, we we think about that today. You know, someone once said, uh, He's talking about he's cursed. The devil would, uh, the serpent is cursed and it will crawl on its belly. We think of snakes that crawl on their belly and they can move along the dust. But we see there was an enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and heirs. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. We see these things being said. God is, God is bringing judgment. He, bring, he brought judgment upon the serpent, and he's bringing judgment upon the woman. And he will bring judgment upon man, Adam. So we see here, he tells her that she's going to, um, it says, I... I will greatly increase your pains in childbearing, he said to the woman. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. You know, someone said, who is equal? Are man and woman equal? You know, when we look at the garden, and we see from the beginning, Eve was a helpmate, but Eve was also the first woman, just like Adam was the first man. But we see here that Adam would rule over Eve. He would be the head of the household. And to Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife, or you listened to Eve, and you ate from the tree, of which I commanded you, you must not eat. We see this being repeated, this same theme. You know, the theme that was in Genesis 2, When he said, and the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. God gave a command. 
but they willingly chose to disobey. So there was consequences, there was judgment that was coming. So we see women going to have uh, birth pains when they give ch childbirth. And we see that man will rule over the woman. But we see Adam here, he says, you, you must not eat, is what he told him in verse 17. But because he ate, cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. We were talking one night in Bible study that Adam and Eve, from what we can understand from Scripture, these first three chapters, Adam and Eve more than likely were vegetarians because it doesn't say anything about eating meat. But it does talk about plants. They will eat the plants of the field. But the sad thing is he would have to work the ground now. Adam would have to put his hand to the plow, as they say. He would have to painful toil. His muscles would ache. You know, he would grow tired. You know, all of these things, it, it changed because of Adam. It was a judgment. Say, so, Pastor, how do you get that? But it says, cursed is the ground because of you. Painful toil you will eat, meaning you're going to work, you're going to get aches and pains, you're going to have calluses, you will get blisters, you will get, you know, all of these things. You think about that, you know. We don't, we just read it and we don't look at it. It's a painful toil. But he said he would, he will eat. And he will eat the plants of the field. But it says, by the sweat of your brow, you eat your food until you return to the ground. So it means you would have to work. Sweat of your brow is an old time saying, but here in the scripture, it's plain. You know, you have to work. You will have sweat. Means putting forth effort. It wasn't going to be easy. You know, we think of today, we have tractors that can plow ground. You know, even the hardest of ground, they have plows. But if you were to do it by hand, it would be very tough. But he reminded Adam about returning to the ground. And he said to him, you will return to the ground from which you were taken. For dust you are, and dust you will return. So once we pass away, we will decay, and we will return back to the earth. It says Adam named his wife Eve, and we see this here. Eve, the term says maybe living, because it says because she would become the mother of all living things. She was the first woman. And then she was going to bear children. So she was going to be the mother of living things. 
The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife Eve and clothed them. So we see here the animal would have been, would more than likely would have been killed to make the skins, the clothing for them. Because remember, we, we talked about they sewed fig leaves together to cover their nakedness. Now God was giving them uh, skins, garments of skins for clothing. And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Did not mean that he, be, they became, he became God. Adam did not become God. But Adam knew what evil was now. He was forbidden to eat the fruit, but now that he ate the fruit, he was knowing good and evil. Says he must not be allowed to reach his hand out and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. You know, there was a discussion not long ago saying if Adam had eaten from the tree of life, he would have lived forever. But it's giving us the example, reminding us that there were two trees they were not to touch at the time. But because of sin, they touched one, and they were being barred from the other one. The hope of living forever was dashed. So the Lord God would banish him, would send him from the Garden of Eden. And he would have to work the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove man out, meaning man, Adam, and Eve, when he drove them out of the garden and placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden, he placed in a, a cherubim and a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. So it was off limits. It was off limits. But scripture later tells us in the New Testament that we will eat from the tree of life and live forever. <clears throat> I will look that up and have that for tomorrow and follow up with that. But think about it. Life forever changed. Adam and Eve made several mistakes. They listened to a creature instead of the Creator. They had free will and they went against God's instructions. They doubted God's concern for them. But we see that God went looking for them in the garden after their sin. He didn't leave them. We see that God gave them clothes made of uh, garments of skin that would clothe them. We see that God continued to provide food for them. However, they had to work the ground. God did everything else. They would work the ground. So think about it. We live in a world today where the Lord reminds us that there is still sin. 
As we read Adam and Eve, we say, oh, that's a good story, but, you know, it's a true story. It's a story of the first sin. It's the story of judgment. But it would also be a story of God bridging the gap. God still gave them what they needed to live. But he told them they would return one day to the dust. Dust you are, and dust you will return. That's what he reminded them. They were going to die one day. Just like you and I, one day we're going to pass away unless the Lord comes again before then. But think about it today. You know, we will return to the dust. But as Christians, we have the hope of salvation found in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We see Jesus came as a babe. He would grow up. I heard it said Jesus came and lived among us. He lived among the people of the New Testament. He ate food just like we eat food. He listened, more than likely listened to music, climbed mountains, did many things. He never put himself on a pedestal, but he did remind people who he was and what he came to do. For you and I as Christians today, we have to remember who we are in Christ and what he has for us to do. So as we remember judgment, the fall, the judgment of a sinful world, we have inherited sin from Adam, the original sin that needs forgiveness, that needs redemption. I like John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I think of that. That's a reminder for us today. God sent his Son, his only begotten Son, for you and I, to give us the hope of eternity, the hope of restoration, So as we continue our journey from creation to Christ, we will begin to see this come into play. We'll begin to see the message start to unfold. So we've seen the creation story, God created the world. We've talked about the creation of man and woman. We've talked about the first sin in judgment. And then we talk about judgment of a sinful world. There were many things to come. Many things would happen. Many things are yet to happen. But I thank God that he doesn't leave us in our present state, our sinful state, if we're lost. Even as Christians, sometimes we need to be reminded 
of what God did for us. Sometimes we need a fresh touch. We need restoration. We need a new infilling of the Holy Spirit. So today we pray for those that don't know the Lord is their personal Savior. Today can be that day. As we're reminded, judgment did come. Judgment for all of humanity would come. But God did not leave us there. There had to be a price paid. When Christ died on the cross for you and I and for all of humanity, over the generations, the message is preached of redemption. A message of hope. A message of peace. A message of one day being in glory with the Lord Jesus Christ, being in the presence of Almighty God. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see, when I look upon his face, the one who saves me by his grace. He will take me by the hand and lead me to the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. That's the hope we have today. That's the hope for all of humanity. It's the hope for our world today. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us on this Wednesday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug. And we look forward to joining you tomorrow with a new message of hope and encouragement. God bless and have a great day.